Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alita. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to the club. Hello, guys. Hello. Happy summer. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. So we have a really cool episode this week. Um, It's all about pigment. And as always, we're going to start with our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. Um, These are a little um, (laughs) pre-recorded. We're batching. We're batching a couple of episodes because when you guys listen to this, I will be um, in California. I'll be coming home that next day from the hydrofacial event. So I'm very excited, but okay, let's start with our weekly favorites. What's your weekly favorite? It is, so I saw one of my friends post on TikTok. I was influenced by her. Um, It's Shop Henley and they carry, I guess, a bunch of like different shops like free people and it's all in like one yeah and i don't know if it's like cheaper than normal or not a boutique i don't like an online boutique maybe honestly i could not tell you but like it was pretty cheap like sweet i got a lot for pretty decent price but i got a really cute dress that i'm excited about because i could always use more dresses especially in the summertime totally it's just like a cute summer dress um i like them because they're super lightweight and then I don't know why I got this because I got influenced. I can't wear this now because it's so freaking hot, but I got a cute blazer. It just oh, looks so cute that yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll wear that eventually. Not right now. Wear some like short shorts. Yeah. Well, I actually did buy some shorts that I thought would look really cute with it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could. Yes. We'll or even see. if you get like a onesie if it ever comes in the mail. <laughs> Aritzia. Or if you get the new ones. The oh yeah friend collective ones yeah those are really cute they are cute so yeah so i'm excited for that um because it hasn't come yet but i'm yeah. just calling it a weekly favorite right now because i know i'm gonna love it and my friend reviewed it and she loved it so. sweet yeah what's your weekly favorite um my weekly favorite i would say so i ordered these two blankets they are on their way here, but I just know that I'm already going to be obsessed with them because I just, I've heard amazing things. And it's from a company called My Luna Lux. Have you ever seen it? They're I've like really cute checkered blankets and they have um, like a bunch of different sizes and, or I guess like two or three different sizes, but like, look how cute they are. They're super, super, Stop. super cute. So, I love that. I'm literally typing in their website right now. <laughs> I got Jovi, a little oh, black and white one. I want one. And then, and that one's like called their dragger. It's like for their little kids. Wait, are they just for kids? No, no, no. And <laughs> like then I want they one. have huge ones. And so I also got a ginormous one and I'm considering putting it in my studio. But I mean, it's literally like a hundred dollar blanket. And so... I'm not sure if it's going to stay in my studio, but I just know I need to change out my blanket that's in my studio right now because um, it's kind of, I think it's like crocheted or woven or something. Like and, a knitted blanket. Yeah. And like the material, I don't know. It's like kind of, you know, like that yarn fluff that kind of just like danders off. Yeah. So that's like what's happening. It's almost like peeling off. And so... um. Yeah, I just need a new blanket, and so I I want an excuse to buy one of these, 
but I may end up just keeping it because I mean, they look amazing and I'm just, and there's lots of different colors. I'm on the website right yes. now. And they're, they're so, so cute. So I love them. Um, but that will be my weekly favorite and I'm so excited because they're coming just in time to go to California, which oh, I think that there's something perfect. about like having your own blanket and your own like pillow when you're traveling for sure. Like, I don't know why I like can't sleep at like Airbnbs or hotels unless if I have my pillow. Cause like their pillows are so fluffy, but like not supportive, you know, like yeah. they're huge, but not yeah. supportive at all. Well, so. I'm like very picky about my pillows because I want pretty much no support. Like really a lot of actually half the time I like don't even sleep on a pillow. Fun fact. No way. Yeah. I, I think that's probably good for your spine. Is that I'm like a completely flat sleeper. Hey, that's and awesome. My pillow I have at home, like it's very like squishy, like paper. Thin. My reflux could never. So <laughs> I like actually love that. So like when I go to, it's like when we were at the cabin a few weeks ago, I had the thickest pillow and I had the hardest time sleeping. So I just ended up like throwing it off the bed and sleeping on the mattress. Sorry guys. I almost said bless you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 1045 PM while we're recording. So if you get a couple yawns, I'm very sorry, um, but I'm not going to drink caffeine at 10 p.m. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then weekly update. Do you have anything new since an hour ago? So since an hour ago, not really, but I will say, I mean, I guess this kind of fits into the weekly favorite category, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to count it as my update. I have been listening to tons of I feel like I've discovered lots of new podcasts recently. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of skin ones. And actually, after talking to Jenna Jarvis uh, yes. about mental health, I found Jay Shetty's podcast. Oh, so good. Because she mentioned him. So I found him. Um, I feel like I've just, like, literally everything I do, I've been listening to a million podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Dermascope has a great podcast as well. They bring on a ton of professionals. Um what else do I love? I feel like I've found so many recently that I love. So I guess I've just really been listening to lots of podcasts, working my booty off. Yeah. And yeah, that's really it that Sweet. I can think of. Maybe something will change in the next few weeks. Yes. We're batching. Oh my goodness. Yes. But what's your update? Um, well, for right now, my update, um, I don't know, this week I... Um, it's kind of like a self-care week for me, just like getting some things done. Like I got my hair done this last week and then I'm getting my brows done on Wednesday. I have a training, I guess it's not really self-care, but to me it is. Um, I have a training and then, um, I like had a massage and my teeth whitened today. So I just feel like I've been getting tons of things done. I've been getting ready to like do my self tan before my trip. Anyways, lots of things like that, but I'm so excited because on Wednesday, I am meeting with my friend again, who is a doula, and I am going to learn so much about like just unmedicated birth and things with her because that's like what I'm hoping to do with this next um, birth. And I don't know. I just feel like meeting with people who are experts, especially in birth. I feel like when it's something that isn't, I don't know, super talked about. I don't know, like the unmedicated route is less talked about than the medicated route, I feel like, yeah, with birth. And so um, I'm really trying to get into hypnobirthing and 
if I can, like kind of dive into like Christian hypnobirthing. Um, What's that? So have you ever heard of hypnobirthing? I haven't. So it's essentially like when, while you're like in labor and giving birth, you're almost having like this euphoric out of body experience where you hypnotized. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hypnobirthing. And so it's almost like you are in complete control of your mind and Mm -hmm. you're like managing your pain and like, yeah, just having like a really good grip of your pain and treating it as like it's necessary and like you're I don't know, like breathing the pain away, breathing the baby out. And like, yeah, it's, it's much more of a mental game than it is just like a physical, like, can you do this? It's, it's all mental. Mm -hmm. And so hypnobirthing just kind of, it's the mindset that you are able to get into to achieve an unmedicated birth. Um, and so Christian hypnobirthing. So a lot of times with hypnobirthing, they, they tell you to like empty your mind. Whereas Christian hypnobirthing is more so like you're like listening to scripture and like kind of just relating it more to like your belief and backgrounds. And like, I think just kind of, at least for myself, because I believe in Christ, like just kind of not comparing like (laughs) the pains, but just like knowing, I think like tying it to like somebody understands. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know? And so Christian hypnobirthing, it's, it's more so filling your mind with like the comfort of your beliefs rather than just emptying your mind from everything, um, allowing you to be like present during birth. So I'm really excited to learn from my friend and just get some more tips because I would love to achieve this. It's going, yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of like mental prep. And so I'm just trying to start it now Mm -hmm. and then I would have already listened to a hypnobirthing book by the time this comes out, but I'm going to be listening to it with Ryder on the entire way to California. Um, just so that like, as my support person, like he knows just like tips and tricks of like how to help me. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited because a part of like, I think just like with myself and my mentality to just tell myself that like literally people do this all the time. Like you're not, anything special you know (laughs) like I think the I think well who was it the um oh it was the show um oh it's the one that was on Netflix of the girl who's a con artist anyways it's like the last clip of the show and like there's a lady who's giving birth and her husband like she's really struggling and her husband's like dude like you're not special like women do this out in a field and like that like motivated her and i feel like that wow. also motivates me cuz i'm like literally women like we'll just pop a squat in the middle of a field and give birth by themselves yeah i mean you think back all these freaking home. years like you know <laughs> yeah and like for me to like be in the comfort of a hospital with like a ton of like medical professionals like i don't know just remembering like that it's it's not that deep it's not the big of i mean it is a big deal but it's like you can do it you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that we're, helps. We're built to do that. Yeah. We're physically built to birth. Yeah. So anywho, well, that's amazing. all of my weekly updates is just prepping for this baby. I can't so, wait to meet her. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. What's your weekly update? 
already said oh wait <laughs> we're tired <laughs> oh my gosh oh holy cow. i mean i didn't really have an update it was just that i've been listening to like, yes. the jay shetty podcast yes. and also his voice aren't you obsessed mm-hmm. it's like hip- hypnotizing mm-hmm. i just oh, i love it oh my gosh okay let's jump into today's episode we hope you guys can't hear the exhaustedness <laughs> in our voices um but okay Today's episode is all about pigment. So we have had so many questions about why does pigment happen? Where does it come from? What kind of pigments are there and how to treat them? So we're just going to kind of walk you guys through different types of pigments and then um, go through a couple of questions that you guys asked. We're hoping to keep this more on like a shorter episode. (laughs) Short and sweet and educational. Short and sweet and educational. So um, if you're listening to this, don't forget to share it on your Instagram stories and leave us a review we'd love to see it makes us happy it does (laughs) genuinely okay so let's jump into pigment okay there's lots of different types yes okay so there's pie which is post-inflammatory erythema which is kind of like the red marks Mm -hmm. um from like acne acne lesions yes um and then there's pih which is post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation which those um are more so like sun damage spots um yeah more so like the brown pigment yep hyperpigmentation which is just discoloration yeah (laughs) and then there's hypopigmentation which is lack of pigment yep this podcast is sponsored by clean skin club Clean Skin Club offers the first single-use, ultra-soft, and 100% biodegradable face towel. They were created to complete every skincare routine in the cleanest way possible, ensuring the skin is untouched by bacteria, fungus, and buildup that harbors on regular washroom towels. The clean towels are famed for their durability, ultra-soft texture, and leaving you feeling fresh, clean, and confident in your skincare. They are interchangeable and versatile and can be used in a multitude of different ways, both wet and dry. There are over 150,000 happy customers and 5,000 five-star reviews. Use code SKINCLUB at checkout for 20% off your order. And thank you, Clean Skin Club, for sponsoring this podcast. Melasma, also known as pregnancy mask. So cute. (laughs) It's a stinker to treat. Yes. But um, it kind of looks like a butterfly shaped like pigment on your face, like on your forehead, going down your cheeks, almost kind of like contour. Yeah. <laughs> a little it's, bit. It's almost like tons, almost like a freckly mask yeah. of a sort. Yeah. And it can sometimes like go over your lip too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And melasma, it doesn't only come from pregnancy. If you've ever been like on birth control and then all of a sudden got tons of hyperpigmentation or if you have PCOS, endometriosis, some sort of hormonal imbalance, a lot of times um, anything that has changed your hormones and if you... Mixed with the sun. Yeah, mixed with the sun, you are susceptible or that would be considered melasma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, vitiligo. So vitiligo is... uh, It's hard to explain it, Um, but it's, to me, if you can imagine a map of like a dark skin and like almost like an albino color skin i think it's beautiful it's the most stunning thing i love when like companies use models that have vitiligo i'm like you slate it because yeah it's it honestly is just like the most beautiful pattern of two 
different skin tones on it's, a person. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, so pretty. Honestly, I don't know. I th- I know it like is from birth and I think it's genetic, but I don't know exactly like what happens or what causes that lack of melanin to produce, but it's almost like someone's like half albino and half yeah colored. Whatever, yeah. Whatever color your skin color is, but I mean it can happen to any color of skin and it's it's so beautiful. Look it up vitiligo. Mm-hmm. Um and you'll notice it when you, like, you'll recognize it when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are birthmarks. Mm-hmm. Self-explanatory. You know what those are. Yes. And then there's a port wine stain, which um, port wine stains are also very beautiful. Um, it's more of like a large, I, I feel like oftentimes it's large, but a large red, almost birthmark looking mm-hmm. um, pigment on the skin. Um, comes in all different shapes and sizes, different um, places on the body. And so port wine stains are the red birthmark looking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. like, how else yeah. to call them. Yeah, they're pretty much like yeah. big red birthmarks. Yeah. Essentially. Albinism. Anyone? Or animals um, who are albino, just the lack of pigment. Mm-hmm. And then freckles and moles, I think those are pretty self-explanatory, but they can come anywhere on your body, typically induced by um, sun exposure. (laughs) Yep. And solar lentigens or liver spots. Um, For me, when I think of that, I think of like pigment on like old, yes, old people's hands, like the dark spots. Yep. Yep. So, yes. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> those are just a few. Those are not all of them. Yeah. But those are like the ones that we feel like are most common. Yeah. So there are lots of ways that it can be triggered. <laughs> so we will go over the triggers. Um, so sun exposure. I think we all know that. SSDs yes. shout from the rooftops <laughs> to wear your sunscreen. Um, even f- I feel like acne gets forgotten. I always try to say for acne too, because that will make your PIE mm-hmm. and PIH even worse. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, so your hormones can also trigger pigment. Like we were talking about melasma, birth control, um, different things like that. There's just so many things that when your hormones are off, it can throw off so many different aspects of your skin. And yeah. even your hair, as you guys probably learned in last week's episode in lasers. Yep. Birth control. Um, birth control can definitely affect. I was actually listening to a podcast last week. I think it was Glass Angeles. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how she got melasma from her IUD. Yep. I had a client like that. And yeah. I actually have her before and afters on my mm-hmm. feed, but it's yeah. crazy. But the other thing, too, like if melasma comes with the hormones combined with the sun like if you lived in a dark cave and had all these hormones you would not have melasma but Mm -hmm. all the hormones combined with sun exposure that's when you're going to get it and I want to say it's also genetic I don't think it's like oh you're pregnant and you go outside and like you get melasma yeah because I mean I know for some women it's happened in some of their pregnancies and other women it didn't happen um or it happened like later on in different pregnancies of theirs but um, I, I do think it's pretty genetic as well. 
Um, another trigger is injuries. Um, I mean, if you guys can see like on some of your scars, like it's just either a light color, a dark color, a red color. Um, leave some mark. Yeah. Or if you pick your skin. Yeah. No picking. <laughs> yeah. Injury. Um, and even some chemotherapy drugs can actually trigger some pigmentation as well. So I think just being careful with medications, um, totally. just anything you put in your body. Yeah. Um, it's kind of actually cool how the body manifests everything going on, like outside on the skin. Yes. It's kind of cool awesome. when you think about it. I mean, unfortunate, we don't <laughs> want it, but it's kind of cool when you think about it. Yes. Um, so some ingredients that help pigment or to lighten pigment, um, we're just going to list off a few. So licorice root is one. Kojic acid is another great one. Hydroquinone. Uh, lactic acid is another great one. And there's so many others out there. Vitamin A is great. Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of go over products as yes. well. Um, I love from DMK, the Milano Tech Drops from, um, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. They have DM, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't speak. <laughs> the DMK Milano Tech Drops with Kojic Acid. Yes. Amazing for pigment. So good. Um, my favorite products for pigment, I would say for red pigment, Alta Defense Serum or Alta Advanced Serum from Skin Better. And then for brown pigment, even tone correcting serum from Skin Better. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite treatments for pigment? Okay. So it kind of depends on the pigment. Um, I feel like if we can get you up to a TCA chemical peel mm -hmm. or a perfect peel. So good. And a lighten peel. Amazing. So, so yeah. amazing. Um, and we talked to Maria. You'll hear from last week's episode about like depending on the pigment, like with lasers like melasma, yeah, that he, he can trigger some more pigmentation. So being cautious of that. But I love chemical peels. Um, skin pen microneedling is also amazing. Um, I actually, so there, I have a friend who has melasma and she has had it for a super long time and she's done a ton of treatments, but she hasn't been keeping up with products and melasma is just going to be your buddy. Mm -hmm. That's just the unfortunate truth about it. And so keeping, I think keeping up though on your professional home care will keep it at bay because I think you definitely can get to a spot where you are happy with it, but you just have to, have to, have to be consistent. Look out for your triggers, yes. uh, stress, um, heat, what your workouts are, things like that. I mean still live your life but just kind of look out for things like that yes totally um okay what are your favorite treatments for pigment I would just mimic the same yeah I love those and I think I mean even like with a hydrofacial like you can add a booster for pigment oh yeah um like the vitamin c booster is really great yeah um and they have a retinol booster that's actually awesome mm -hmm. too <laughs> yeah the bright alive yes they're also so good yes and the boosters are so cool. Like, can we just talk about the fact that one single booster is equivalent to three weeks worth of professional home care? Amazing. Like when they told us that in the training, I was like, jaw dropping. No way. There is <laughs> no way. But no, it's, it's insane. So and I've seen an amazing difference just with the 
um the pigment one oh my gosh not the vitamin c not the retinol the bread alive one mm-hmm. um i have seen a huge difference in my clients just oh, yeah. after one treatment like it's actually so amazing i'm it's glad so you brought brightening. that up yes i love it because it's like it, i would say it's like the most summer safe mm-hmm. brightening treatment yeah you know i agree okay favorite products favorite treatments how many treatments does it typically take to pull up the pigment um i would say it depends on the person but for example like acne scarring i would say depending on how fresh it is if it's newer like if it was obtained that year or something maybe you could get through a season of peels so three four five peels and then um if it's something that's like more like melasma or um just deeper pigment I guess I would say you could do a couple seasons of peels like a like it's something that you really have to be diligent like with your home care you have to be and like getting treatments done yeah um but definitely using professional products for those kinds of pigment because I don't know like it's not gonna pull up easy with some Neutrogena girlfriends no it's not and you have to have to wear sunscreen or you will be chasing your tail in a circle totally like to not wear sunscreen is like to just not water a plant like (laughs) expecting it to thrive yeah like exactly um yeah it just it won't work because when your pigment where like no matter what kind of pigment it is um a lot of people say like, oh, well, when I go out in the sun, like it dries up my acne and like my scarring goes away. No, sis, your skin just evens out the color, Mm -hmm. like your whole skin, like everything just gets pigmented to be around the same color. And the second that your tan goes away, your pigment's even darker than it was before. Exactly. And so, yeah, you just wear sunscreen. (laughs) And even if you do feel like the sun is drying up your skin, that's not a good thing. Your skin will overproduce oil, which in turn will create more acne. Right. It's just an an illusion. More oil and then even more dead skin, which is a result of even more acne. You'll just be mad at yourself later. Yeah. Um, okay. So this listener asked, why do my cheeks get bright red and the skin tighten when I get into a hot car flushing. Yes. I would call that that you have reactive skin and it's very genetic. Um, I think sometimes like the redness, if you have like underlying redness just in general, um, a lot of times that's an inflammatory thing internally, like in your gut. But um for the most part, I would just say because it's hot outside and you probably have fair skin and it's normal if your skin's already fair and if it's kind of dry to be in super dry weather in a super hot car. It's kind of like when in the winter when it's so cold outside, but it's like a dry cold Ugh. and then you turn on your heater and your face just feels like you just got 50 units of Botox in your, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, oh, it just feels so, it feels so tight. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say it's very comparable to that. Um, but it's probably just genetic and your skin type. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. What is your favorite Skin Better product for melasma? You take this one away. <laughs> I would say probably 
Um, even tone correcting serum would be my favorite one for that because it is meant to target um, brown pigment. And I like it because it's a hydroquinone free um, natural tyrosinase inhibitor. So it naturally lightens the skin without using um, like really intense chemicals. And yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite one. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. I have personally utilized therapy and I have seen an overall improvement in my mood and dealing with anxious feelings. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that give you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I know with each of my sessions, I leave feeling so much more validated and heard. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to the Skin Club podcast listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash skin club. That's betterhelp.com slash skin club. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. That's great because yeah, I have had some clients that have told me they've been on hydroquinone and they hate it yeah. because their skin is so sensitive. Yeah. And so I just think now there's so many great alternatives to hydroquinone. I feel like hydroquinone has always been like the gold standard yeah. for pigmentation. But I just feel like as we're evolving, there there are other great options that yes. are less irritating. So it's like, okay, maybe we're helping the pigment, but then your skin's irritated, so you stop using it. Yeah melasma flares and it's just not a fun process it's kind of like the evolution of retinol and like vitamin a yeah it's like i mean tretinoin is like gold standard like the purest form most potent but then yeah. it's like okay well now if we can make a retinol that doesn't leave irritation but also gives better results and now we have alpha red now we have alpha red it's like why wouldn't you yeah <laughs> yeah okay this listener said, I have body pigmentation. How can I even it all out? Body pigmentation. I guess I would have to see pictures. Like, are we talking like post marks from like acne on your back? Because we can definitely do like chemical peel treatments mm -hmm. on your body. Um, that can help. But also getting home care. I think the alpha therapeutic scrub from Glymed so is so good because it's a physical and Phys I was going to say physical and mechanical, <laughs> same thing. It's a physical and chemical exfoliator, so it's great for just overall resurfacing. Um, a lot of times, like, for example, in, like, your underarms um, or even, like, under your bum, where sometimes, like, dark pigment oh, like starts the darker to form, areas? it's because of, oh. like, sweat. It's, like... Yeah, it's like because of like that sweat, moisture, and then I want to say chafing is also another okay. reason for hyperpigmentation in those areas. But the Alfred peel pads are actually so good for that. Oh, yes, and, and you like can put those like on your too. back too. Yeah, I was gonna you say you can put them everywhere, and yeah. like there's no downtime, which is so nice. That would be great. So I think that 
like with chemical peels and then maybe getting like some of those pads or just like some lightning kinds of pads. Yeah. Um, as for like, I know this is probably a question, um, but like in the lower regions, like in our bum area, um, you can actually get lightning treatments done, um, through a lot of waxers offer like um, intimate lightning services. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what they're called. I'm la- well, I'm laughing because before we recorded this episode, we were talking about bleaching. <laughs> and I told Alita that I just barely found out that it's not... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is going to sound so crude. I just found out that bleach, anal bleaching isn't bleaching the booty hair. It's bleaching yeah, it's the, skin. the actual skin. I just yes. found that out. I'm yeah, it's kind of crazy. But I used to actually offer that at my last job, like um, when I was waxing. Yeah. And it actually kind of gives really good results, though. Does it? Yeah. I do think, though, just like honestly, keeping that area dry is huge for preventing pigment. Yeah. Um, I don't I truthfully like don't know why, like when it's more like moist i know it's a gross word but like why that area tends to get darker when it's like that is that why i've, I've just heard, never heard that i've heard that that's okay. why maybe i could be completely wrong but no i just never heard that like that's the, cool i've heard that it's like because it's like could wet be. and chafing and like never has a chance to try. i mean that makes sense i know I right see kind that. of but like for example like myself personally like i rarely ever sweat in my underarms and like I've never had a pigment issue in my oh, arms, and kay. so I wonder. I don't know. Like that could be. I'm, yeah, I literally could be like spitting lies right now, and I, <laughs> I don't know. But I just I think I think. No, that's a good theory. I like that. That's a theory. It's a theory. Yeah. <laughs> um. So don't don't take that for Bible. But um, yeah, I would just say getting body treatments and getting just products that focus on lightening. Oh, you know what else could be great too? Are so melanotech drops are great, but yeah. also the herbal mineral pigment oil. Ooh, yeah. Put that on your body as like a body oil. Mm-hmm. Um, use it sparingly though, because it's yes. a small bottle. But um that would be amazing. I've yeah. seen like dull skin on the body like transform from so good. the body oil. I totally forgot about that one oh, until nice. just this moment. Yay. But yeah, just another one. Okay. I'm what are good products on helping even out skin tone from skin damage or acne scarring? Melanotech drops. I love melanotech drops. Um, they're super great. Kojic acid. I also really like um, any vitamin A, retinol. Jamarinia is great ones. Alpha Ret is amazing mm-hmm. from Skin Better. Yes. I would just mimic those. Um, I think also just like even having a really good vitamin C serum. Yes. Um, like I really, I do love Alto so much because it has like not only vitamin C, but vitamin E as well. And then 17 other antioxidants That's in amazing. It. And so it's literally like your insurance for your sunscreen. Yeah. Like it just, it's like the front liner. It's like helping to fight the sun damage, the free radicals, like the pollution, everything. It's going like, to help so much with brightening and slowing down the aging. Yes. And like everything that even attributes to like acne and aging and pigment, like it just fights it. Yeah. So it's like a huge vitamin for your skin, the front liner of the battle of what we call life for your skin. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Okay. Um, everything about microneedling, differences in tools, and what to do before and after. Okay. Everything about microneedling. I'm obsessed with microneedling. So good. I just got it done today. Um, it's so great for acne scarring. It's great for like the deep ice picks, even you know, the skin tone, pigmentation. Um, it's great for just tightening everything up and producing collagen, but best results are seen in a series. So we recommend doing it at least four to six weeks apart, but the difference in microneedling tools. So there, there are a lot of microneedling devices out there. We at Revive, and I know Lita uses it too, we use the Skin Pen Microneedling device, which is the newest device on the market to my Mm -hmm. knowledge. Um, It is amazing. I love it so much because of the technology. The technology is amazing. It's like the OG. Yeah. It's the OG microneedling pen with like the newest technology. Yeah. Thank you for wording it like that. But it's like, yeah, the newest technology and the cartridges, the needles are so sharp. Um, Single use. They're single use. (laughs) And I do know with other pens, not all pens, but I do know with other pens, uh, a lot of times the needles can be rigid or have like hooks on them, which can create micro tears in your skin. Mm -hmm. So that's why if you do get microneedling done, you want to make sure you go somewhere where you know there is a quality pen so you don't leave with more damage totally um and it's also the most the way they do it is yeah the most precise but also there's no chance of cross contamination oh yeah i didn't know how i wanted that yeah very sterile Mm -hmm. um because if it happens to like they have like a lockout method on the pen yeah so it's impossible to reuse yeah and something that's really cool with the skin pen is that their needles are guaranteed 90 minutes of sharpness, whereas other pens, I mean, if you can imagine injecting a needle over and over and over thousands of times up against a hard surface, um, it's not going to stay very it gets sharp dull. for very long. And so, um, yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorite things about the microneedling pen is just that, or the skin pen, is that it just, it's truly like evolving the expectation and like the quality of microneedling um and just giving better results it gives more like laser-like results um yeah that's what they say in the training comparative to lasers it's amazing yeah and then just like making sure that your pen doesn't come from china and that it's like fda approved and yeah just all of like the qualifications that you can get with it um and then what to do before and after so um, aftercare with microneedling, at least with the pen that we carry, we give you two products that you go home with and, um, you use them for the first 48 hours. And then for like the first week, I would say making sure you're staying out of the sun, wearing a hat and sunscreen after those first 48 hours and I'm um, not using any active acids during that time. And then to prep before, I would say... There isn't a ton of prep. Just be off of your retinol yeah. a few days prior. Yeah. Just anything that kind of, I don't know, could. Stay out of the sun. Don't come in with any sunburns. Oh, yeah. If you've had Botox or fillers, wait two weeks before your treatment. That's true. Um, trying to think what else. If you're, check. I mean, if you have any, like, medical concerns. Oh, yeah. Definitely check. Um. 
because there are some times where we cannot perform microneedling. Yes. Like uh, blood thinners and stuff. Blood thinners, um, depending with diabetes. I know a lot of times that can slow down wound healing. Mm -hmm. So just always check in with your esthetician or get a doctor's note if you're unsure. Yeah. Um, But that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. The next next one is the last one. Oh, short and sweet. All right. The best treatment for hyperpigmentation to help with acne scars. Chemical peels. Yep. 100%. Do a series. It's One isn't going to fix it. Yep. And try to get aggressive with them towards the end of your series if you can. Just yes. With you your can do it. Be consistent. You're going to peel lots, but it'll be worth it. It's so worth it. The transformations I have seen... With acne and acne scarring, if we can get you up to an aggressive TCA, perfect peel, vitamin A peel, then it is incredible. Yeah. I cannot wait for like the new before and afters that I can get this peel season. Me too. I love peel season. I'm ready. (laughs) I mean, I love summertime. Fourth of July is like one of my favorite holidays. Yes. And I'm just, I love it, but I'm excited for peel season to come back. I miss doing them. Yay. I'm so excited. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, It's nice, short, sweet. We covered lots about pigment. So if you guys have any other questions, feel free to DM us on our Instagram. And then if you guys could be so kind to leave us a rating and review, we would so appreciate it. We love to see it. Yes. And that's all we have for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and leave us five stars. It means so much to us and we'd love to see your feedback. If you have any requests for future guests or future topics, feel free to DM us or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.